is your man Blackson and this is all about crime. You're now listening to Ison Selector. Maxta, Maxta, boom. How did you manage to, to be next to Wiley at 13, 14 years old? Because um, I was basically, I was already on Kiss 100. Like I was already on mainstream radio at 14. Like You? Yeah, because, you know, basically... Who, who, like... I did it myself. Like, nobody showed me, really. Like, I was just the type of kid that was very determined from a young age. So I wouldn't eat at school. I'd just save my money every week for studio. I'd get, like, £3 a day to go to school. So every week I could go to studio for one hour because it's £15 an hour. So I've just got more hunger than most people had at 14 when they was busy uh-huh. having a girlfriend for four years. I was like... I was yeah. in it already, yeah. Okay. So you it was like you you, you were used to, to, to do this radio. Yeah, like, honestly and... I was like I've been playing I used to play the cello, I used to play the drums in church, like I'd done a lot of like music stuff growing up. I I used to be in the still pan band uh-huh. in year six. That's when I first ever saw my name on a CD. And when I got it and it said my real government name and all the other people in the still pan band. And I was like, yeah, when I held the CD in my hand, I don't know why, but I just knew it wasn't going to be the last time that my name was on the CD. I just knew it. I knew that I was going to go do those sort of things in life. Uh, yeah. You you were maybe the the only, maybe yeah, maybe only grime artist at the time to be signed on like a major, you know, like Sony. There was a lot of us, man. It's people yeah. don't really remember, but like my, my best friend at the time, Shiz, he was signed. Okay. He was on Virgin. I was on. I was on Sony. Amplified Dot was on Virgin. Everybody. It's like how it is now. Like everyone just had. Everyone had a deal. Really. Like everyone. P Money was signed. Uh-huh. Everybody was signed. You know. People look back at that time and they don't really remember what was going on. But everybody had a deal. How was this experience? It was interesting because it was. I got a deal for the wrong reason. Can you explain to me? Can you explain our audience exact what was exactly the deal that you had with them? Um, it was like an artist development deal with Sony. So. What was your engagement? What were they expecting from you? Exactly. Well, I'll tell it to you like this. The first time I sat down around a table with nine people, sat around a table, Jeez. and they said, Max is about to make the best hip-hop album ever. And then I knew that they didn't know anything about me. <laughs> and I sat there and I laughed in my head. Yeah. And I said, this is going to last for like two years, Max. And I just get out of it. But it was, it, was just, it was just like, basically, Tiny Temple was big. There was a lot of black pop stars at the time. So basically, they just thought this kid could be another black pop star. They didn't care about me. They didn't know. They didn't understand my music. No. They thought I was a hip-hop rapper. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They didn't know nothing about me, bro. So it was just like, <clears throat> it was nice to get the deal. I paid for a lot of holidays for my mom. I went to Vegas. So I was in the Mandalay Bay. I did the hangover weekend with all my uncles. Like, I, done, I, done, I, got, I got live stories. I'm like, I'm very, I've, I've had a lot of crazy experiences i've chilled out i hung out with bill clinton and jamal edwards for like an hour like i've i've been in rooms that people won't be in ever but like other than that it was just like that glitz and the glamour stuff fickle world fake like you know it's just like a and r's that come from hey my name is uh blah 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 i'm from leeds all i've ever done in my life is listen to indie music but now when i wake up my nine to five is telling max to what type of music to make and what ideas to try The British Music Corporation will never run me in that way. Like, as in music world, industry, will never have that authority over me to tell me what to make. That's why now I'm the producer, I'm the engineer. It's because I came out of that. <laughs> Are you proud of the, 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 the track that you released at this time? Yeah, man. Because guess what, yeah? You see, like now, there's a lot of big rappers, a lot of big gram MCs. They still don't have the chart positions that I got in 2013. So, yeah, I'm proud of it because there was no streaming. 
people had to buy the songs those times. So it shows me my power, my musical power. I know what happens when you put me in the right place or if I put myself in the right place. Way before streaming, I already had a tune at number 43 and the label just thought it was going to be a radio tester, you know? So I know my ability is, is nuts. Uh, uh, it seems it was in, in another interview you talk about this. Uh, I, I, was, I was laughing when I, when I hear this. Yeah. The guy would say to you, okay, this is BBC One Extra track list. Yeah. Yeah. And now, please, you have to create a song that yeah. would go... With in this the playlist, yeah. And it's like me and this producer <laughs> called Show and Proof because he was like, yeah, solid. He was the main sure. producer that I chose to work with at the time. He's my friend, so I was like, let's just do it. And it was me and him. We was in Sony. They put the red. They, they had two copies, one for him, just in case, you know, like one for him, one for me. So we looked. They was like, you lot go to the studio and make a tune that fits into the Radio One playlist. And the thing is, sometimes when you when you have the ability to make every type of music, people will try and use you as a guinea pig uh. because it's easy for you. Like, so we went to the studio. The first song we did, like, ended up on the Radio One playlist. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can be as exact as the brief. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, so it was one of those things. They told us, because them times it was like a lot of songs like Niggas in Paris and stuff. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. That's what they wanted. Like, boom, back, like, boom. Like, they wanted that boom, boom, boom. So we went in the like studio. The floor done one. Something like that, yeah, 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 yeah. And Show and Prove was making all them type of beats at the time. Uh -huh. So we just went in the studio. The first tune we made, like, I'll be real, it went to, like, B-List Radio 1. So I guess we made a tune that fits in the playlist, I guess. But it's like, that's not why I don't make music for that. No. Like, I don't want to be on, the, like, the Radio 1 playlist. It, like, Would you do it again? Definitely. What, signed to a major? Nah, I would. No, but I, I mean, I mean, back in the days, you you don't you don't regret this. Oh no no no! Honestly, I don't. I regret would say it. that this, it was an experience. It was sick. Like, it was sick. It was sick at the time. It was amazing. Like I used to just like everybody in my area. I was on all the biggest billboards. I was on the sides of the buses. Like it was sick. Like it was yeah. stuff that people have never seen before in my area. You know, so it was uh. sick. But just like coming away from it. It was like, and, and also nowadays, I'm like, I'm so far away from it that I can be a bit more open about it. But when I was like, when I when I was in times in my career where I weren't that happy, it's like I didn't want to talk about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I haven't, I still haven't sorted out what I'm doing. But now that I know where I'm going or what I'm trying to do, I can be a bit more like it's it's not. I'm not like upset. I'm not better. It's just like yeah, yeah. for the next artist, I have to give an honest portrayal. Yeah, yeah. Know? This is why I'm asking also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of. Uh, Yeah, upcoming talent. Uh, for the moment, uh, my, not my suggestion. My advice is also make is always make sure that you you do everything by your own as much as possible mm -hmm. and avoid. Same, I would say that now to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. sign to a, to another let's say company who because yeah they, they will change. I would say your the the let's yeah, say the diamond add, yeah. the, the, the the who came actually for, from the dirt. Away from know, Graham, quickly, I'll show you. I'll just give you a quick example. This is what labels in like England do. So you'll have somebody like Lowski, He does drill. The labels will be like, we see potential in you. You can do something else. Uh, so now, say like, there's a kid, Lowski, he's like a draw rapper. But his recent music, he, he went two years ago. I, I was a big fan of him because he was like rapping some hard shit. Now he's singing because that's what labels do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. They see the most in you. Oh my God, you can do this. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Like, I just need to make music and drop a lot of projects for the next nine years. What's your label today? My label today? Well, basically, I'm on my. Own. I started my own company like a year and a half ago. Uh -huh. So when I did the Max Tape 2, I did a deal with Universal for my label. I've, I'm just doing. I've got. I'm just doing. I did a deal. It was Universal. What's the deal with Universal? It's like distribution. It's like they basically signed my record label. Basically. What's the goal of it? It's just like I put out my music how I want to put it out. 
and nobody tells me how to do it. Yeah, but what's the advantage to sign with Universal? Um, you know what? Big budgets for like videos, like big budgets for like PR. And what's the return on this? Um, how does it basically, work? I'm not taking an advance like a normal artist. I'm just taking a budget. You know, so it's like. How did they get the money back? How they get the money back from my streams and stuff like the max tape two has There's already like recruit. percentage this is how yeah yeah, yeah. How so it present, works. like whatever they give you yeah, yeah obviously it's like an advance in some type but the difference is i wouldn't take a record label advance i don't need to uh, i'm all right in life and stuff like i'm not one of those uncomfortable people or whatever so it's like i don't i'm not forced by money like to kind of do stuff but away from that it's like Yeah, like obviously, I just think that works better for me. Like, what I take from labels is like the money for the video, uh -huh. the money for the like the 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 bare minimum. I don't take any money for myself because I can make that on the, like off the back end. But yeah, basically, it's like a whole new business model where I just don't want to take anything that I don't need to take. Okay, um, it's an easy way to kind of headlock someone, give them stuff they don't need, and make them have to pay it back, right? You've mentioned that you play some instruments. Um, do you know what? I don't play any instruments anymore? No, not Because like, really. everyone used to diss me, man, and I and I think I was like, you know, when you're young and impressionable, like you don't have a backbone yet. So like, people was like, yo, like, have you ever seen like people say stuff like, have you ever seen a black kid with a cello? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, bro, this kid's mad weird. Like, why is he coming to school with a cello like on his back like this? So it's just like I can't lie. Them times it disheartened me because I didn't really know. I didn't have my own identity yet, so I was like clinging to like group identity and stuff. So like, I just like kind of I was I was a bit of a like, I'm not proud of how I handled that. But when you're young, it's like group mentality, you know, and it's just yeah, like yeah. crazy. But that's the only reason I used to do like the piano, everything, and then when people started saying that, I was like, nah, alright, cool. Then I just came back as Max Star <laughs> in the playground. That was it. I just came back. I just I was like, nah, okay, forget the cello. I'm gonna be the best MC. Like, cool. I've read, that you, happened a little bit. I've read that you, you used to listen to Big Pun uh, back in the days. I still do, man. Day. Capital Punishment is one of my favorite albums. Like, the, there's a joint with Noriega called You Came ah, Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, in, my life, in my head, I'm like, I always listen to that. And I'm like, one day I'll be able to listen to that and be like, <laughs> yo, you came up. You know, so for now I'm on the journey. But like, I always know one day I'm going to listen to Noriega and Big Pun, You Came Up. And I just chill out and be like, you know, it's been like 15, 20 years, but we, we came up, man. You What's know? your influence today? Today, um, East London. Yeah? yeah? Just like, not Jeez. as a, not Graham, just East London as a place. It's always been my influence, just the place. Okay. I think it's one of the most interesting places I've been. It's very interesting characters. And I represent those characters. Okay. Basically, I, and I try and give them a voice. We talk about this uh, cheap stat statement a uh, few, few, few hours uh, ago. Yeah. Uh, cheap said, would you believe me if I said that I can handle five MC at once, rap Grime? Yeezy replied... If you were to go back to back with any of the new generation MCs, you wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. The anger and passion would be too much for it. Yeah. He said that Mess, Tommy B or himself would be able to handle it. What do you think about it? What, what do I think of what Chip said or what Yeezy said or just Both. overall? Both. Well, I think, I think, I think like on a banner thing, Chip's cool. But I think he's lucky that there's not five Maxters, like, obviously, because that's a mad thing. Like, I don't, I don't see anyone dealing with that, like, on the, by themselves, you know? But that's just, like, me being dumb. Um, <laughs> but Yizzy, right? I believe, yeah, like, when I was young, I was, like, when I, I clashed these guys, like, Double S, Shocker, Vertex, they was three years older than me, they was all better than me. Like, I knew they were better than me, but I'm the sort of person that likes a challenge. Yeah. So when I see Yizzy kind of, putting himself in the line of fire for a challenge I think 
Mate, I remember when I was clashing these older guys and everyone told me I couldn't do it. But by the end of it, I embarrassed all of them to this day. Like, So it's like, I just feel like I don't know the ins and outs of anyone. So I can't say what Yizzy is or isn't. Like, And I can't say what he's going to rise to. Just like, man don't know what I'd do if I was pushed into a corner, you know? So I think I rate the ambition. And I don't think people should stifle the ambition because I don't think Chip is like a God-level MC. Yeah. I think he's cool. He's good, yeah. I think Kano's better. I think there's like, and obviously that's a different age group, but I would say also yeah, it's just definitely. like, as in, I don't really listen to like the chip sort of rappers, you know? Yeah. Like I'd more listen to like, I don't listen to like the stylish Bosi. Like I don't really listen to like I do here and there, but it's like my favorite rap, like my favorite lyrics. If I'm gonna say a man's like a sick lyricism guy, it's not just for like having songs about girls and bitches and things like that it's a bit deeper for me it, it takes yeah, a lot yeah. more to stir my pot you know yeah yeah so, so that's just facts who would you like to collaborate with you um, now because you collaborate with like almost uh, a lot of guys uh, out of the two the two people would be like Timberland and Dizzy Rascal uh huh yeah straight Timberland and Dizzy Rascal yeah yeah I think there's a load more others because as, as an artist, you can't, ju you don't just want to collab with one person, you know. But like, for me, it just be loads of people that I haven't collabed with and people that have something unique about them. Like, say, like those two people, Dizzy Rascal and Timberland. There I is not another. I hope you're the best for this year, then. Yeah, we'll man. See. Do you know what? We'll Timberland see. replied to one of my tweets like a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and and because I was like, I didn't even reply back to him because I was like, yeah. okay, like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's but bad. like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's possible in the internet day and age, like loads of, the best thing about kind of being an artist in this day and age is like the scope for pos for things to happen is like just bigger than it used to be, you know? Like my friend just did a song with Slipknot. Yeah. With Corey, is it Corey Taylor? Yeah, yeah. So my friend Kid Bookie, he just tweeted them like, he just tweeted Corey Taylor like, yo, I want to do a song with you. Boom. A month later, he has a song with him. They've got a video out and da da da. So I think I've, I'm, 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 it's an amazing time to just do music, man, with all the like, The, the connections at the internet and stuff you know what's your plan for this year i got two oh i got well i just dropped a project but i got three more projects coming this year no four already jeez four i got one coming out like next week okay but that's just a free track prequel to electrico one by myself solo because i got some clothing coming out next week so it's coming out with a clothing three tracks it's called prince of grime Okay, like, that's the name of that EP. It's three tracks. It's called Prince of Grime. Obviously, I produced everything, and it's just me spitting by myself. That's coming out literally next week. I'll do my best to promote it. And I can't lie to you. Can. The way I'm doing that one is like, I'm selling 50 I'm selling fifty t-shirts, right? Yeah. The first 50 people that buy the t-shirts, yeah, they get the pro, they get the EP for free, and boom. And then the EP, do you have any t-shirts? And then iTunes and Apple. That's Wh later. Where's the t-shirt? Three weeks. Where's the t-shirt? You know what? I, I, I have to. I will send you one, like for real, for real, because it's all getting manufactured and stuff. But that's the plan, like. Basically, it's not coming out on iTunes and Apple Music. It's just okay. for the first 50 people that buy one of my T-shirts. Okay. And then maybe in like weeks to come, I'll put out another one. But yeah, this year, my key theme is to outwork everyone in my field. Boom. Yeah, like to make sure. But in December, I can say Max to put five projects. Like, because obviously one of them's a beat thing. But I, really, I've got three main projects. Electric yeah, yeah. One, 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 001 was one of my three main things. So we got Predator or Prey, August. Huh? Electric O2 November. That's the next two projects. Cool. I got a single coming with gigs. I got so much stuff. I've produced all of it. Like so, I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting in the chair, looking at all the stock that I've got, and know. knowing that most people don't have that stock this year. Yes, you know who it is. 
It's the Big Cam Dog, aka the Weatherman, aka Kamikaze, out here in Brussels at Panic Radio with my G, Ice on Selector for all about grind. Trust me. Listen up. Yeah.